I'm gonna play happy. There you go. started today this is Tara the blind mom and I just want to tell you a little bit about today's episode and to apologize to you that we haven't been posting for a couple of weeks I should have mentioned when we did episode 8 with with our with Ray our final interview that we most likely will not post every second Saturday of each month I have a job where I work with blind and visually impaired youth, ages 13 to 26, and we work to help them to to work through the transitions that they might be experiencing at that time, so from junior high to high school, high school to college, and college to employment, and we also help them um, to find employment, and we help them to foster independence and community integration. And we've done a, a lot of different activities throughout the years. Um, we have done plenty of, of, of cooking experiences. We did Cupcake Wars at one time. We have done goalball, which is a sport for the blind and visually impaired. We have gone to the cadaver lab at the University of Utah and looked at cadavers and learned all about that. And I think we probably had our most outstanding activity to date this October. So I want to tell you about that. We had a blind chemistry professor come. He has been blind for about eight years and he has a passion for making the sciences accessible. And there's a company, which I cannot remember the name, but one of the people in that company has actually expressed some willingness to come on the podcast. So you can learn all about it but they work to make science accessible to people who are blind and visually impaired. And so one of their um, employees came and she brought with her these little talking devices. And I wanna tell you about this activity because it was so fun. We, um, we did a, therm- a, th- a thermite, a thermite reaction thingy. Those of you who are chemistry people, you totally know what I'm talking about. But it's the thing where you heat up the stuff and it blows up. So we we mixed um, 250 grammy things of um, powdered aluminum and 75 grammy things of powdered iron oxygen, I think it was. And the whole time that we we did this, we had this scale that was talking in this slightly horrific sounding voice, but you could hear it. So when you were at 51.195, you knew that you needed to add a little more. It was awesome. And after that, we had pizza. And after that, we went out with 
um, our, our professor and we blew it up. It was so cool. So we, we, um, we had this thermo thingy. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving such great descriptions. Uh, but a thermal thingy, it measures the heat that, that is coming off. So, so, and the thermal thingy was hooked up to the talking thingy. And so the talking thingy told us the, the heat that was coming off. So we had, we had our lovely powdered metals in an aluminum can. And then that can stood on, that can was placed on a piece of cement with the thermal thingy underneath it, a piece of steel with the thermal thingy underneath it, and a big pile of sand. And what we did is we poured stuff on the heated metal. We poured something, which I can't remember the name of, and then we poured a couple drops of, of brake fluid, which has something in it. <laughs> that, that made the whole thing blow up, and it was the coolest coolest experience. I was absolutely in love. A lot of times when you are blind or visually impaired and you were in a class and they start to do that kind of stuff, you get told, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. And we did it. We had, we had, um, the, there was, um, somebody who had a lot of experience with this and he was kind of running it and there, each of our groups had somebody come and they poured the, the stuff on the metal and then they took three big steps away, except in the case of my, um, my friend who did the last one, she went running <laughs> and stopped when she ran into me. <laughs> but then after the, after the metal got the stuff poured on it, it was so cool it lit up and I have enough vision that I could see the the light and you could hear it it sounded like a, a fountain firework and you could smell it and the whole time the uh, voice from this company whose name I totally can't remember was telling us the heat and how hot it was getting and then after that we we went back and we were able to print out a graph of our experiment and we could could see it with our fingers, this graph. And it was just such an awesome experience to learn that science without sight is accessible. And that's what I was doing with Tyler on October 9th. So that's why you didn't hear from us. And I had every intention of publishing on the what was it? The 16th. But on Monday, I awoke with the cold of all colds. Have you been, have you been quarantining, you know, these last months of the, of the year, <laughs> 18 months of the pandemic? Well, we have two. And we ended up getting the kind of cold where we haven't been cold, getting colds for a while. And this was the cold of like, all of those colds we haven't gotten put into one gigantic cold. And we were all just pretty sick and miserable around here. And as you can probably hear, my voice is almost back to normal, but it's it took a while. I could not talk. 
Which the kids absolutely loved because kids, you need to clean your room. And they, you know, they couldn't hear me. So why bother? (laughs) So that was the, that was why we didn't publish on the 16th. But we are here now with today's episode. And I, I have no idea if you are going to find today's episode something that will be enjoyable and make you laugh or make you wonder why you bothered. When you are blind, the way that you read is with your fingers. It's braille. I'm assuming that most of you out there listening knows know that. And there is a company called National Braille Press. And they have a book of the month club. And these books come to our home. Um, and they are, it's about $10 a book. a month and they pick the book for you and they send it to you and it is called a twin vision book so twin vision book has the lovely print page and then it has a braille overlay a, a clear plastic braille overlay over this this page and in addition national braille press will often include pictures this is a picture descriptions this is a kids these are kids books so so we got we've been getting these kids books since January and in July we got a book called All the Way to the Top about the disability civil rights movement. And Tyler was sitting watching TV with the kids and so I pulled this book out and I started reading it and I cried and cried and cried as you know from listening to the podcast and our little ending uh dedication the disability rights movement has meant so much to our family and what we've been able to do in our lives. So I decided that I would get together with Tyler and the girls and we would read this book. And I was hoping for a philosophical discussion on the good that we can do as a society to help other people's lives be better and how we can contribute as as people now and we can make other people's lives better and uh take a listen you'll you'll hear what uh what happened it wasn't quite a philosophical discussion <laughs> i am also not a professional audiobook reader as you will hear and i'm especially bad at it when people are moving my hands <laughs> while i'm trying to read which you will also hear But let us know what you think about this episode. Drop us a line, cripparenting at gmail.com. Welcome to Crip Parenting. I'm Tara, the blind mom. I'm Tyler, the dad in the wheelchair. And we have our kids with us. Hi, I'm Marie. Hi, I'm Ari. (laughs) We are so glad to be joined by you today. Yes. Yay, 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 yay. I can't wait to read this book. So this is a totally... I don't know how to read, so my mom's going to read it. Yes. So this is a book called All the Way to the Top. Yes, All the Way to the Top. And and we know that there's There's All the Way to the... Okay, Okay, sweetie. Now, All the Way to the Top is not very fun, I think, but it might be fun once you start it. But it might not be fun (laughs) once it goes all the way. (laughs) But you never know what, because... 
There's all the tape, but hey, okay. we're trying. So <laughs> who wants, who wants to right. tell us what's on the cover of the book? What's on? There's um a guy and he's wearing this hat and there's a red line on it with if a a T and a, a letter P. I mean a P and a T. Okay, let's see what and else. He has. Has skin colored skin and a <laughs> wagon, and there's a bunch of people, and one's taking pictures. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Do you want to add anything? Um. And there's what, a let's red go, let's, thing. Let's, let's, let's hear. Mom. Let's hear what Marie has to say. Um. Since my mom's blind, this book will be brown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so my the, mom the um, is named Tara, and my dad <laughs> is called Tyler. Okay. Let's let's yes. hear what dad has to and say. And we call them mommy and daddy. Yes. Because they are our our mom and dad. <laughs> yes. And we're the children. Yes. So <laughs> we don't call them Tara or Tyler. Okay. Because. We are just <laughs> talking about this thing. I can't stop talking. Okay, let's because let's get it's so hard to stop talking. And I'm so excited for the video. I can't right, even let's, stop. Let's, let's, I can't even stop okay. talking. So it's, let's, let's, it's so let's, much fun. Right. Let's hear what Dad has to say. Right. Okay, Dad's gonna tell okay, us we some need, more. We need to record this podcast. Okay. Okay. So, so here's here's Dad. Take, let's hear Dad. It's gonna take turns. Yep. So the cover of the book reads, all the way to the top, how one girl's fight for Americans with disabilities changed everything. Words by Annette Ray Pimentel, pictures by Nabi H. Ali, forward by Jennifer Keelan Chaffins. Okay, so we're just reading the book, the story. Yeah, we're just reading the whole book. Uh-uh. And... Well, now I'm going to um, tell you about I... the pictures. Oh. Well, first we have a oh, man in, I buy you? in a red shirt, black hair, and <laughs> blue pants, and gray boots, and a black horse with a, I mean a tan horse with a black mane. Oh. And there's this guy that has a black baseball cap, a red shirt, Yellow squeeze, a little oval saddle, and and red boots. And there's this woman, and she has very long black hair, and she's skin colored as always. And she has a blue shirt, and there's a, this white thing attaching him. And, and a there, saddle. Okay. There is a saddle, and okay. there's. Gray pants in a blue shirt. Okay. The All end. Right. Okay. Uh, Here we Looks like, like that fence. woman who's uh, holding on to the horse saddle is also helping the girl ride the horse. Okay, so I need you to sit by me so I've got some room for my arms, okay? Can you sit in the chair next to me? Because I'm not going to be able to move my hands around with you sitting on the table. Can you sit by me? Okay. All right. So it starts. Jennifer Keelan... May be small, but her voice is mighty. Yeehaw! Snowball responds, speeding up from a walk to a trot. Jennifer loves to go fast, but she knows she'll soon have 
less time for writing since she's finally old enough for school. She can't wait to make new friends. She's ready to go. Okay, we're going to turn the page. Let's see. Ari, honey, I can't... If, if you're putting your fingers on the braille, I can't read the braille through your fingers. Okay. Go get some... I can't open it. I'm going to go get a chair. Don't do any words, Mommy, because I have some um, more time to talk. But we, we're going to read the next page. Okay, everybody ready? Ready. Okay, so this is the next page. The school's not far. Jennifer rolls outside down the sidewalk to the corner. But stop. A four-inch curb is a cliff to someone who uses a wheelchair. Thoughts? Yes, I mean, I remember when I was a kid... Um, I grew up in the, I grew up in the eighties, so I lived for about nine years before the Americans with Disabilities Act was passed, and this was a common occurrence for me, and I often had to go find a driveway to use. I mean, back in the day, I was just rolling around my parents' neighborhood, uh, so I have to find a residential driveway to use as a cut curb and sometimes I would I would get stuck uh, trying to uh, you know bridge the driveway and the and the gutter so yeah. it's a frustration I can relate to her grandpa eases her wheelchair over the curb though the drop jolts Jennifer she makes it to the building but stop the school says Jennifer doesn't belong there because she uses a wheelchair and this one actually has a pic, uh, description this this book is produced by National Braille Press and so you get descriptions of some of the pictures and this says other children run up a set of stairs while Jennifer and her grandpa wait at the bottom so what do you kids think that'd be like to be excited to go to your neighborhood school and then all of a sudden they won't let you in do you guys, do you guys have thoughts do you, do you want to say who that who you say do you want to say who you my are? friend louise if she would come she would stand up to anyone and she would protect me yeah she always likes to protect me <laughs> she like stand up forever and she protects me oh i'm glad you That's have a good great. friend Marie, do you want to say anything? Well, I try to help people much as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is true. But she likes to help me. Yeah. So the next page says, Instead, Jennifer and her mom find a different school that says she can attend kindergarten, but only for part of the afternoon when lunch is, when, when lunch is over. As Jennifer rolls into each day, everyone is already busy. She has to figure out what's going on and how to join in. Since most kids have never met someone who uses a wheelchair, her classmates are confused and even a little afraid. 
You'll never be one of us, some of them say. What do you guys think about that? I'd like to never that. be one of us. Yeah. Okay. No, her classmates said. Yeah, yeah, her said you'll never be one of us. Yeah, how come you don't like that? Yeah, it wouldn't feel good to have somebody say that, huh? Yeah. Jennifer kn- knows they're wrong. She's just a friend waiting to happen. But how do you change someone's mind? She's not sure, but she's not about to give up. I like that. Yeah, me too. Jennifer and her family hear about activists who are working. Okay, Ari, I cannot have you um, moving my arm because... The problem is I can't read when you do that. Does that make sense? Ready. Okay, thanks. Jennifer and... Okay, so here's our next page. (laughs) Jennifer and her family hear about activists who are working to make sure people with disabilities have access to public places like schools. They want to know more, so they attend a strategy meeting. Jennifer has never seen anything like it. The room is full of grown-ups with all sorts of disabilities. Some use wheelchairs, some use canes. None of them are sitting around waiting for things to change. They're shouting, laughing, and planning a big protest to get wheelchair lifts on buses. So, do you guys, um, I'm, let me finish this page and I'll ask my question. They turn to Jennifer. Do you want to come? Yes, she wants to go. So, do you guys remember when we went to the kids' museum the other day? Mm-hmm. How did we get there? By help. By a train in which had a ramp. So dad could go up it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that wasn't always available to dad. Yeah. yeah. So this Sometimes is a book. he just had to crawl. Yeah, this is a book about how that happened. So let's see so they're so let's see what they're gonna do next. Downtown, Jennifer rolls to the microphone and tells her story. She leads marches through the streets, chanting The people united will never be defeated. It feels good to speak up for what she believes in. She can't wait um, to do it again. She's rearing to go. She protests in Phoenix, rolls through streets in San Francisco, Wave signs in Montreal. The demonstrations don't always change people's minds, but Jennifer is used to that. So here's a picture, and what it says is, shows Jennifer and her family protesting in the various cities. In one picture, she holds a sign saying, Disability Rights Now. 
Even when her neighborhood school finally agrees she can attend and she and her uh, classmates with disabilities aren't allowed to eat in the cafeteria with everyone else. That hurts, but she keeps going. So what do you guys think about that? I don't think that's okay. Not okay at all. So did no. you know <laughs> that blind people used to not be allowed into places with our seeing eye our service dogs? Yeah, yeah, restaurants could used to be able to say, even though you have a clean, well-behaved dog, you can't come here. Working with other activists revs her up, yet she can't help noticing that she and her sister are usually the only kids out there raising their voices. Still, she can't leave all the protesting to the grown-ups. She knows firsthand that children with disabilities get ignored too. So she keeps speaking up. When Jennifer is eight, activists propose a new law called the Americans with Disabilities Act or ADA. The law insists schools, governments, and businesses make room for all people, including those with disabilities. Jennifer feels like dancing. If it passes, it means sidewalks with curb cuts, buildings with ramps in addition to steps, and elevators with braille panels. It means Jennifer and her classmates with disabilities can finally go to the cafeteria with everyone else for lunch. And this is a picture of Jennifer, her sister, and the other activists gather at a protest. Many of them are wearing shirts with a matching logo of stairs behind a universal no symbol. They are holding signs that say disability rights now and stop discrimination now. Do you guys know what discrimination means? No. Marie, do you know what discrimination means? I no. think it means hairstyles. <laughs> you think discrimination means hairstyles? <laughs> Ari, don't cut your hair, please. Discri discri I'm not really cutting. <laughs> discrimination means... That hey, just, Ari, those scissors are sharp. Yeah, those those They're are not mommy's nice kitchen toys. scissors. Okay, we 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 don't we need to put them in the sink. Okay, we're gonna set them right here for now. What? I'm gonna talk to them for a little while. So I wanted to let you know, this is a new book that I never heard before. This might be the awesomest book I ever heard. CSR. Dot com. Well, I'm just pretending, so, well, I, I can't stop talking. Okay. And I can't, um, so, you know, what, mom, here's a story in, but I, so I have we, a case of the hiccups. 
So we were, Mom, so we were, we were, we were asking. So what does this? I'm going to tell you that we have disabilities. Our parents, one is blind and one is in a wheelchair, and he has glasses. Has two disabilities. <laughs> Dad's fully sighted. He just needs glasses to help. Well, I never knew that. You have disabilities too. Mm-hmm. I'm blind, huh? Okay, so everyone has disabilities. Mm, no, everybody has difficult challenges in life, but not everybody has a has a disability. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay, so we were talking about what does what is discrimination, Marie? Do you know? Marie, do you know what discrimination is? Um, no. Actually, no, I don't. Okay, so discrimination is where somebody doesn't allow somebody to do something because of something they can't change. So somebody doesn't allow, um, a, in this book, a disabled person to get into a building just because they're disabled or they won't hire them to do a job just because they're disabled. Okay, we're gonna read the next page. Excuse me, I, my turn. Jennifer and her family watch the news for updates on the ADA, but reporters never mention it. She, she switches off the TV in frustration, wishing she could change reporters' minds on what's worth talking about. Instead, the Keelans get their updates about the ADA when activist friends call. It's bad news. Members of Congress say the law will be too complicated and too expensive. They say it's just not worth it. So I have a question for each of you kids. What? How does it feel to go with mom and dad on the train somewhere? It feels great to go to the kids' museum. I really, really love it. Uh -huh. It feels great to go with you. Come, come, come sit by me and sit up so we can hear you. It feels great to go with you. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I go even the you by tickling your <laughs> And how does it feel to do <laughs> things? Mommy? Just, just a second. How does it feel to do things like go to the mall? Do you guys remember when we went to the mall together? Please uh -huh. don't color in the book card. I really, really, really wish if my parents, if they didn't have the ramps or anything. Uh huh. And we couldn't go to the mall. I'd be like, no way, you're gonna make this accessible for my mom. And I'm gonna be yeah. like, ah, and I don't mind. Get me back our rocks! Get you, me back our rocks! Get me back our rocks! Do you? I don't mind you. Get do, me back our rocks! Do you? Do you remember how? I want everything. I would be like that. <laughs> yes. Like I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. Do, do you remember going to parent to back to school night? Like I go back, I go back forever. Do you forever? I mean forever. Do you remember? 
Do you and guys I remember? And I kept shouting the next day. I was like shouting and Ari, shouting and shouting Ari, until the last day came and I would shout the loudest and there it came. Uh, Ariana, do you remember when we went to meet Mrs. Smith for the first time? Or you don't do that. <laughs> okay, should we keep reading the story? Yes. Okay. Since the news station... Well, should we finish the discussion? Well, it doesn't seem to be working out. Um, um, do you um, want to um, try? I want to tell you. I want to tell you something very important okay, Ari, about Mr. Ari. Smith. He's the best teacher ever. Yeah. And okay. right now we have a Ari, message. We have a question. Let's I hug my teacher. Mm-hmm. Dad has a question. I don't know what the question was now. Do you do you guys remember going to back to school oh, yeah. and meeting your teachers? No. No. Yes. Okay. You got my so, how how did how did we get into the building? I do not okay, like Come over here, please. With ramps. Yeah. We, ramps. we got in with ramps. So there used to not be the ramps, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Get out of that please. Okay, so let's let's keep Let's go Let's go to can you go back to your seat? Who wants to hear more story? Who wants to hear more story? Okay. Let's go. Okay, let's, all right, hey, Ari, Ari, can you sit down and listen? Okay, since the news station is ignoring people with disabilities, Jennifer, okay, I'm going to just wait for you to be done, because I I can't. Ari, do you want us to be able to publish this podcast? Yeah, do you want us to be able to, okay, this is your seat. Do you want us to be able to? You know what? I, when, when we're done. Okay. Okay. Can I can I read the next page? Please do. Okay. <laughs> okay. No talking in the straight line. Okay, here we go. Since the news station is ignoring people with disabilities, Jennifer and her friends are determined to find another way to make Congress hear their voices it's yes yeah it's go time her family buys plane tickets to washington dc okay hey go run and grab my model of my little model of washington dc really quick do you know where it is okay go get it well I will get some good editing practice this mm. week. <laughs> yes, you Ari! Okay, you can carry it, but I want Marie to hand it to me, so we're taking turns. Okay, now hand it to me, Yeah, so I can hand it to Mom. Okay. Okay, so, so here's... I have this model, and this is a model. It's a 3D model of the Washington Mall, okay? Yes. And what is this building right here? Do you guys know? Mm-mm. 
This is the capital of our country where Congress meet. And so this is what all these people went to Washington to do. And this is why you can go with dad to school and why we can go on the train together and why we can go to the kids museum and why we can go to the mall because of what we're about to read. You guys ready to hear about it? Yes. Okay. Can you see? I'm going to look at this. As they march down Pennsylvania Avenue, Jennifer has never shouted louder. What do we want? The ADA. When do we want it? Now. So by ADA, what do they mean? What do they want? I don't know. What's the ADA? Americans with Disabilities Act. So that means they want to be able to go into buildings and go to businesses and go to school and have access, right? Okay, Ari, can you come bring our capital back? Oh, no, it's right here. Are you joining us, Ari? Okay. So the next Okay, so the next page says finally they reach the US Capitol. That's that's that building right here, right? You guys yeah. see that? Okay. That's this building. And what is it what what is in front of that building? What leads up to that building? What are those little things right? Right, and so it says, but stop. A mountain of steps blocks Jennifer and other people using wheelchairs from the building where Congress makes laws. Grown-ups slide out of their wheelchairs and start pulling themselves up the steps. They will make sure members of Congress know they are here. Jennifer's heart races. This is what she has also shouted about. I want to climb the, the steps too, she says, but stop. The grown-ups think she's too young. You can't do it yet. Jennifer knows this is not just about her. It's about her friends at school who were shut out of the cafeteria at lunch. It's about millions of other kids she's never met who, who get stopped at every turn. Jennifer wants, Jennifer wants to speak for all kids with disabilities who aren't there. I need to climb the steps. So can you imagine that? Like, like, dad uses a wheelchair, right? Yeah. This person uses a wheelchair like dad. And she's just, when she's doing this, she's just a couple. Marie, she's one year older than you are. A year older? Yeah, when she was doing this. She was one year older than you. So when she's eight? Yeah, when she's eight, she was doing this. She slides out of her wheelchair and scoots along the sidewalk to the bottom of the stairway and puts her hands on the first step. She hauls herself up. Teeny bits of dirt and rock 
dig into her skin. She drags herself up another step. The crowd roars. Reporters, let me check that sounds good. Reporters surround her with cameras and microphones. Recording her, record, reporters surround her with cameras and microphones, recording her gutsy climb. I'll take all night if I have to, she vows, and she keeps heaving, hauling, dragging herself up those steps. She keeps going all the way to the top. All right, so you ready for the next page? Yes. Okay. Pictures of Jennifer climbing the steps flash around the world. Reporters start talking about the ADA. Members of Congress see the news, listen to the activists, and finally pass the ADA. And this is a newspaper headline reads, handicapped, that was an old term for disabled people that they don't, nobody uses anymore, <laughs> uh, stage crawl in protests up steps of Capitol. Okay. Laws like the ADA don't change things overnight. Entrances have to be rebuilt, sidewalks redesigned, buses re-engineered. Slowest of all, minds have to be changed. So Jennifer, so Jennifer will continue shouting and waving signs, organizing and explaining. She will continue fighting for what she knows is right. Jennifer has places to go. And nothing will stop her. Look at my nothing will stop her now. So this is a picture. Jennifer and other children use an entrance ramp to, uh, go, to go into a building. There is also a braille sign yay, on the wall near the door, which reads accessible. And that's the end. Hope you liked this video. Bye. <laughs> was, was, we are well, very this episode. Bye. Okay. So, I'm making the brand new city of mom's very sculpture. Are you ready? Let mom speak first. I'm going to we say bye bye. Okay, so. And bye bye. So, I wanted to share this story with you kids because I think it's really important that we understand that as we get to go places and we get to go to your back to school night and we 
get to go to concerts together and all kinds of places and restaurants, that there's a reason for that. I wanted to share this story because guess what? This little girl was your age. A year older. Just yeah, a year older. And think of what when she climbed those steps. Yeah. And think of what a difference she helped to make to you and me and Ari and Dad. You know what that shows, Marie? You you can make a lot of change as a young girl. Yep. Yep. You guys can speak up for what you know to be the right thing to do. All right, well, are we done? Yep. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Here. All right, well, we're posting this episode. I'm not sure how, how much people will get out of it. See you later. But if you want to send us a line, we are... Watch this. We are Crip Parenting. C R I P P A R E N T at gmail.com. We are Crip Parenting. C R I P P A R E N T I N G at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a good week. Bye bye. This podcast is gratefully dedicated to the people of the disability civil rights movement. Every time we use public transportation, go to work, go to a school event with our children, we are living in the world you made possible.